What's up, guys? This is Matt from Banana Wazer. Our sponsor for this show is Piss Quick. And let me tell you guys, I've been using Piss Quick for, for years now. It's great at parties, you know, large gatherings, any place where you're drinking a lot, and there's always a long line to the bathroom. You know what I'm talking about. You gotta fucking piss. There's people, in, you know, waiting in line. You gotta go. What do you do? You grab some Piss Quick, pour it down your pants, boom urine be gone it soaks up all the urine you know you don't you ain't gotta piss anymore and then when it's done boom you got a couple biscuits in your pants you know ready to eat boom you got a little snack soaks up the urine bam so piss quick guys pick some up today it's in the yellow box previously on banana laser help somebody help me is someone there dave was hell oh thank fuck what are we doing here? Why are we chained to the wall? Hang on. I found a mini cassette player with a note that says play me. Hello, Daisy and Lizelle. I want to play a game. I want you to watch and review the Saw series. If you make it through these movies and give us a good podcast, I want it to live. If you don't, I will leave you here to rot. Let the games begin. Hey, guys. Fuck. I knew the podcast was getting shittier, but downgrading from the lounge to this dump? And why are you chained up? I always figured you guys were having sex, but this is weird. Alex, okay. what the fuck? Get Help us the us. fuck out of here. Please. Jesus. Oh, God. What? Fucking locked. Great. Back to square one. Well, guys, I guess that's my cue. I'd stick around, but I've got, uh, I've got, I, I don't have anything to do. I just want to get out of here. I'm a little hungry. A little hungry? We're a lot fucking hungry. Get us out of here. <sighs> Best of luck with Banana Gun Show, guys. All right, this is the address where Alex said Zian was all being held captive. Yep. One, two, three, four, Fake Street. This is it. Gideon Meat? An abandoned meat packing plant? I gotta find a way in and save these assholes. I think I can get through that window over there. It's strange that I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> Alright, I'm in. What a fucking shithole. This place is fucking wetter than the basement in Texas Chainsaw Remake. Holy shit, dude. Alright, time to find these banana bozos and get them back to the laser lounge. What the hell is that sound? Is that, is that singing? Is, is that New Kids on the Block? Oh, 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 oh. Listen up, everybody, if you want to take a chance. Uh, 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 Just get on the floor and do the B-Boys dance. Uh, wake up, uh, wake up, uh, wake up. Uh, uh, don't worry about nothing, because it won't take long. <laughs> We're going to put you in a trance with a laser gun. Because you got to be hanging tough. Detective Matthews, hanging hangin tough. You're fucking hanging tough, bro. Hanging hangin tough. Are you tough enough? Hey, 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 
Dan, what the fuck, what man? The, what are you doing here? Dude, dude you gotta get in on this. This is the fucking shit, dude. Come on. <laughs> what the flying fuck? What's up, assholes, and welcome to Banana Laser. We're back with our Saw retrospective. My name is Matt Wazell, if you're nasty, and with me, chained to the wall, is my wonderful dance partner, Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? Hi, guys. Just hanging tough. (laughs) We're rough. Yeah. Are you tough enough? (laughs) yep we're joined again by a special guest it's another dear friend of ours from the skeleton crew podcast on the horophilia network dan chase hello dan chase 10 banana cream pies hey thanks joe thanks tom for having me on i love the show (laughs) (laughs) you motherfucker oh Yeah. Oh shit. I don't even know what to say to that. Old joke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, Thanks, thanks, Dan, for being here uh, and possibly saving us from this death dungeon. Uh, Really appreciate that. Thank you guys for having me on. This is my favorite uh, entry in the Saw series, besides maybe one. But um, yeah, thank you very much for having me on. You fucking assholes. Uh, favorite episode huh wow interesting mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so yeah the 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 flick we're talking about today is saw four from 2007 uh let's just let's just say this right at the top of the fucking show because it's going to be hard not to talk about it this movie <laughs> takes place concurrently with part three bum, bum, dun, bum, dun, bum. Dun. crazy <laughs> I thought you were going to fucking mention Jigsaw's cock right off the bat. That's what I thought you were going to say just now. (laughs) Saying, let's get it off. Let's put it out there right now. Jigsaw's (laughs) cock is shown in the fucking opening. That's true. I wonder if they... Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I have the unradiant, man. I don't know about you. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I didn't buy it for Jigsaw's cock. Maybe I just wasn't looking. Rewind it. Slow-mo it. You know, be mesmerized about it. (laughs) I didn't do a frame by frame. I couldn't believe my fucking... And, eyes. and this is the fourth time I watched it, and I never noticed it till this time. Really? I've, <laughs> I guess I've noticed it every time. I don't know what that says about me. Holy shit. <laughs> <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, back to what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, this movie, yeah, the one of the biggest twists of this movie is that it the timeline is kind of a unique thing. I don't think any other movie has really done something like this. Where, never. Uh, yeah, it takes the storyline... You know, because most of the major players from Part 3 are dead. You know, Jigsaw is dead. Amanda is dead. You know, all you got left is, like, the cops and shit like that. So you kind of pick it up there and follow them. Right. Uh, but all this happens at the same time as Part 3. Did that turn you guys off, or you got you guys like that shit? I thought it was badass. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Dave, because I, I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. No, it's I'm just too hater. <laughs> I'll tell you what, just like Saw 4, I will watch Insidious 2 again and hope 
that I'm fucking swayed. I want to enjoy it. Just like this. Okay, now I'll tell you what. This is the fourth fucking time I saw this movie. It took me the fourth time for it to fucking finally sink in. I I did. This is weird. I hate to be going off, but the first time I saw it, I I fucking liked it a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody I know told me this fucking movie doesn't make sense, and they didn't like it, and they saw it when I saw it, and I was like, you know, I'm like, really? And they go, and so anyway, because I got that in my head, when I watched it the second time. I was like, holy fuck, they were right. This doesn't, there's no way this could have happened in that time. Yada, 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 you know. Mm. You know, then I watched it another time, and I didn't, th- same thing. Uh, last year, or maybe, no, 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 it's been a while. It's been like three years. I watched them all in a row once, like three years mm-hmm. ago. And wow. um, that time, I guess going into it, I expected it to be shitty. So mm-hmm. I watched it, and I, I didn't, once again, that was my attitude about it. That I didn't, it didn't hold water. In the plot, the timeline, the whole thing. Well, I watch it for this time for whatever reason. I, I heard clicked. a line. Yeah, it clicked, and I heard a line in it, and I thought it was taking place after Jigsaw died. But the, either way, it mm-hmm. did click this time. To make a long story short, so right. Right. I no, I don't mind it because the, you know, the first time I saw it, I thought, "Holy fuck, brilliant." Look at that! What a great thing when you saw Jeff in the end coming yeah. in, and then it's then it's revealed that it's at the same timeline. I'm like, oh my god, that, that's fucking great! It takes and, a minute for your mind to process that too. Like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Wait, mm-hmm. what? What? Oh shit, son! Well, you know what? The first time I saw Jeff, the first time I saw it, I thought that it was him proceeding on in his next mission to find his daughter. Because remember how three right. ends? He goes, "You have another mission, Jeff." And yeah. Go find her daughter, and they show her. So anyway, when they showed him, daughter, by the way, does she? <laughs> she comes back, and yeah, there's there's a right scene. Here. Yeah, there's a That's scene right. in uh, uh where Hoffman is buying a teddy bear or some bullshit, right. and Perez asks him, "Hey, you got a daughter?" He's like, "Yeah, I got a daughter." It's a short story. Yeah. He's basically taking that. Yeah. To the old. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 This movie, it fuck. It's a total mind fuck. It really fucks with the the, the timeline. It's got a lot of flashbacks. The movie starts with the end of the movie, essentially. This autopsy of Jigsaw, oh, which yes. is pretty fucking brutal. brutal. I think it's a, I think oh. it was a brilliant way to open this movie because yeah. everybody's thinking, oh, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to bring Jigsaw back? Are you going to do mm-hmm. a Jason Voorhees kind of thing where he's still alive? <laughs> no. This motherfucker <laughs> is dead. He he's being ripped open at the, on this table, and it's oh. really authentic. Actually, oh, yeah, awesome. I awesome. didn't believe that that this is how you actually open someone up for an yeah. autopsy. And I, I looked Oof. it up, and it's all accurate. This it's is, pretty straightforward. They huh? pull <laughs> the fucking the sky, you know, the the head skin back. Just oh, you know, man. they fucking cut a giant Y on you like that. It's crazy. They yes. cut your chest bone open. It's nuts. It's fucking but, you know, brutal. It's accurate. Like in yeah. Saw 3, when they did the fucking, when she was doing brain surgery, I felt the same right. way. I'm like, this look, now I don't know. I'm not a fucking brain surgeon. You know, but when I look, I go, you know what? I bet this is fucking how it really looks. This is incredible. And I got the same feeling when watching this mm-hmm. autopsy. I'm like, this, I bet this is, you know, this is authentic type shit. This is the way it goes. And then the gore looks fucking, it looks real. You're like, holy Oh, yeah. I don't know, that penis looked fake. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, wouldn't it have been funny if they fucking gave him a heart on? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. They call fucking dead bodies stiffs, you know? <laughs> now, do you want to play a game? <laughs> 
They could have said rigor mortis and in a little bit early. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just for a gay. Could you imagine that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't let that slide. You know, and we also get to see finally what the fuck that tape was that he was swallowing from part three. And yeah. And th- that, that's the brilliant thing about these movies is they leave these dangling threads for you to pick up on in the sequels. You know, some people don't like that. I fucking love it because oh, it, uh, it, it yeah. gives you something to look forward to. It's like, hey, what the fuck is that? You know, that means something. And then it gives you time in between the releases to theorize yourself uh, as to what it's going to be. And that shit's fun. That's what makes yeah. these movies engaging. Now, do you guys think that Darren Lynn Bowsman wrote four um, when he wrote three? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, do you think he kind of went back to tie up those loose ends? No. It, from what I read, he didn't even want to do this movie. Right, and, right. And he read the script and it said that he was completely floored at the twist and the twist took him so much by surprise that it made him want to do this movie and that's dude that's why i love this movie so much and that's why i love the saw series so much is because of the twist not because of the gore i mean dude i'm not i like gore i like good kills and there are some good kills in this whole series specifically in this one too this one has some badass fucking traps dude but um besides all that it's it's those smart twists and a lot of people can't see past that which and they they can't get into the series because of that and I always feel bad for those people because I'm like you're missing out on a lot dude it's one cohesive story throughout all these movies well maybe except for seven but it's all pretty cohesive in my eyes so mm-hmm. you gotta watch them all you gotta you gotta take take the whole thing in you know Dan took the words right out of my mouth 100% I, I am the exact same way I fucking I feel bad I try to tell people but everything you said I fucking I couldn't agree more this is a great series and it isn't all about gore. The fucking that's half of the, the draw. The other half, or even more than half, but the, the best part about it is the fucking story and, and the back and forth and the twist and connecting it all together. And it's a fucking intelligent series, but it gets a fucking a bad rap for being a fucking torture porn series. You know what yeah. I like about the, these movies too is they don't use like really big actors there's a couple spread throughout like you know especially like in the first one uh what's his name there um carry always yeah 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 yeah, yeah. danny glover's obviously huge yeah and even even in these movies there there are a couple semi-big actors but nobody really that big and and i always liked that you know what i mean i always liked um uh the the continuity from one to the other and especially with 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 the way they choose their actors and stuff like that. Now, there are a couple things overall in this series that I don't like, and and one is kind of magnified in this movie um, because they do it, I think, twice. But it's basically... um, Well, okay, let me ask you guys this. Before we get into all the jigsaw uh, back flashes or whatever the flashbacks back flashes no i like back flashes that's good (laughs) coined a new term yeah from now on in this retrospective they'll be called that back flashes let's get to those back back flashes dyslexic i'm do you guys think it's actually believable that jigsaw could do all of this like you would have to fucking plan for four or five years and, well, and, and have everything fall into into place the way you want it to but there are certain things which 
he could not control that he just guessed. Like when the girl puts her face up to the fucking uh, to the puppet and it explodes in her face, and he's like, "Oh, you know, he's talking to her, you know, and stuff like that." How would you know she would do that as opposed to the other cop? You know what I mean? Like everything had to go just perfectly, and it yeah. just seems like a stretch. How would know? he even know that it was Strom, who is going to be the FBI agent on the case and all yeah. that stuff? Yeah, that stuff is kind of impossible, and the more you think about it, the more you'll get cross-eyed, right. unfortunately. But one thing I will say is that this movie, well, I guess part three and part four, it's stated in this movie, it takes place six months after part two, because they say Captain Matthews has been missing for six right. months. So, right. uh, you know, in theory, that would give a person our persons enough time to set up a lot of this stuff if you have six months to set up all these traps and stuff like that you know whether or not it would be plausible for everything to fall in place for them to be activated the way you wanted to is another story but at least they had enough time to do it so oh yeah and and honestly it doesn't take anything away because let's face it these stories are so intricate that you know if it didn't play out the way that it was supposed to then we wouldn't get all these clever little things this wouldn't happen in real life is what i'm saying so you just Mm kind of go with it you know what i mean oh and another thing that i was really excited to see i think it's shortly after the autopsy scene or it's somewhat after it um is when you see detective matthews come back he's my favorite character i think you know i was telling you guys i had new kids on the block sheets growing up one of the first albums i ever bought as a kid and um i just i love it and so seeing fucking donnie Wahlberg in here just blew my mind and to see him come back when when, you know when when he's in that fucking room again and and that's a brutal scene too what he does to try and get out of there but i was so fucking happy to see him back in this one because you you just assume that he's dead or maybe you know he he won't be coming back yeah they they originally had wrote the script without him in it and then the Mm. schedule opened up and he could do it and it's, it's still kind of funny because i mean except for a couple flashes uh, the entire movie, he's basically just chained up. And so, you know, bastard, yeah. mo- most actors wouldn't really agree to that. You know, it's like, I want something huh. to do. I just don't want to hang there uh, for the entire length of the movie. But one thing I want to point out is that when he's in captivity, you know, like old boy style yeah. uh, for six months, he makes friends with like the rats or some shit. Does did he? You see- yeah. Did you what? see that? There's like a quick flash. <laughs> of of him sitting there, and he's holding and petting a rat, like <laughs> like like Willard style or something. Is that like when that. they're feeding him food and stuff? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I think I think I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's fucking petting <laughs> petting a rat. This guy's going nuts in there. Holy shit! Wow, that's yeah. just the human condition. That that's, yeah. that that might be something that people would do when they're fucking secluded. If they can have a domesticated anything, they're gonna fucking try to fucking have a fun with it. You know? <laughs> yep. Oh man. Yep. But, you know, let me say one thing about this movie, because there are things bad about it, and there are things good about it. This movie in particular, not the series as a whole, but this movie in particular, we were discussing it earlier, about the plausibility of it and everything else. Yeah. Um, I would say that this movie in particular is, it's possible, but not probable. That, mm-hmm. That's what I'd say about, you know, all the, everything that occurs, you know. Yeah, there's there's too many factors. Uh, yeah. Like for instance, the the main, uh, I guess the main plot you would say, you know, there's like two plots. You got the right. Uh, you got the rig plot, and he's going through his tests, and you got the the Strom, you know, Perez plot where they're trying to find Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, in in the rig plot, 
uh, it, it's not in a it's not in a warehouse. You know, this is the first time they actually kind of expanded out. And That's what I loved about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it starts in his apartment. Then he has to go to a hotel. Then he has to go to yeah. you know a warehouse, and so right. it moves around a lot. So there's a lot of room for error in there, and and he's on a time limit too. So. Okay, so after the autopsy scene, uh, you know, they open, you know, as they do many times with these flicks, with a trap. And this one is is unique in that the trap starts, and it's basically two guys chained together. One has his eyes sewn shut. One has his lips sewn shut. So they, uh-huh. can't, they can't communicate. And, but, <laughs> but there's no, like, there's no, like, uh, tape. There's no TV. There's no Billy the Puppet. There's no one explaining what is going on and why they're in a test. It just opens and it starts. And I thought that was really go. strange. Yeah. <laughs> and that was kind of rigged, too, because um, it was kind of meant for the, the lawyer there to win. Because, first of all, he's the only one who can fucking see the tape recorder, first of all. And second of all, when he gets to the tape recorder afterwards, after he kills the fucking guy, then it's Jigsaw talking to him, almost like he knew he was going to win. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, well, okay, that's not really... I don't know, if you if you look at the rules just Jigsaw lives by, that doesn't really adhere to him, per se. But then again, he's... I mean, whatever. <laughs> I See, I thought it was rigged for, for him to kill the lawyer, because he didn't like the lawyer. You know, yes. the, right, and, and right. So I thought right. it was rigged for him uh, to kill the lawyer. So, but right, um, I gotta say, this is my biggest problem with the fucking movie. Now, I never liked the that? scene. This would always be the first yeah. thing I would say, and then I would elaborate about how the plot didn't hold up. But I got over the one thing, like I said, it clicked. But this makes no fucking sense at all. There's no tape. There's nothing. It, it's mm-hmm. not a jigsaw trap. It's fucking. It makes no sense, and it's not even explained. Why he has a vendetta against this guy. None of it's explained. It makes no fucking sense. We never find out what happens with this lawyer. We mm. never find out what happens with the other guy. They don't even right. explain it away in other movies. Usually in the series, they could explain right. it further down the line. It, it makes no sense. That's the biggest, right off the bat, that's a fucking... What a do you mean turnoff. you don't find out what happens to the lawyer? He, he dies in the movie. I understand, but you oh. don't find out why. <laughs> I, I mean, leading up to that. Oh, he, gotcha. Later on, we, when we see J- Jigsaw's backstory and the whole thing, and we understand at this time he's taking a turn, he's all fucked up, and he says, you know, you know, he comes to him, he's his buddy, and he's like, John, come on, this is me you're talking to, and he's all fucked up. I mean, we'll get to it, but he goes, you know, he's like, get the fuck out of here. I okay. love that. Yeah, <laughs> and then he tries to up. say it again, he can't even say yeah. it again. He's just like, <laughs> you yeah. heard me. You heard me. Yeah, you heard me. Right, so he, I understand at that point in his life, he's going through a metamorphosis of sorts, and he's fucking becoming Jigsaw, but is that a reason to fucking do that to him, and fucking, and then put him in this position? There's, it makes no, so there's two things yeah. wrong. Yeah, you're One, right. there's no motive. Two, uh, it's not a Jigsaw trap. There's two people being tortured for no reason, one survives, he, and then he ends up working for Jigsaw. It's, okay, it's because he represented all of these people. Uh, uh, quote unquote criminals and got them off. Everybody that Rig encounters in the traps, the three people, they're all people that this lawyer got off. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, and so that, I think that gives a motive uh, to put him in a trap. Thank you. It does give him motive. Okay, so we're past yeah. that. But okay. it still doesn't explain the, you know, why there's no tape, why nothing is explained, and who's the other guy? <laughs> I think You've it's because. 
I think they wrote themselves in a corner and they didn't want to write. You know, they couldn't play a tape or something because then the guy with his eyes sewn shut would have heard it and would have got a better sense of what's going on. Now, I could be wrong. I think the guy with his eyes sewn shut is um, they show him, I believe, in a yeah. quick quick scene with when the guy fucking breaks into the uh, medical yeah. clinic. Right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's one with of those his guys. Son. He's yeah, he's with junkies? his son. Yeah, no, he's one he, of those guys. He's got a junkie son that he's walking out, and he's like, good night, Joe, or whatever, and then the other guy comes in, hey, I forgot my coat. Um, the, it's that scene, yeah. But in that scene, though, right, you know how Jigsaw's out in the car, and then um, Hottie with a naughty body comes up to him, mm-hmm. and she, okay, he's reading a, oh, what the, I can, oh, God, I'm going to forget the fucking book name. It's basically, um, <laughs> like, how to make traps and shit. Oh, and that, really? <laughs> and that's before, you know, the, the quote-unquote fucking jigsaw persona comes into play, you know, five minutes later. He read that book that Heather Langenkamp read in Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Brickens, yes. Yeah. <laughs> MacGyver, 101. <laughs> that chick, though, that approached him is actually one of the chicks from Saw right. 2. Right, And right. a lot of these background characters, I love this about this movie, a lot of these background characters are in Saw 2 or other Saw movies. Yeah. Uh, yep. Like the guy who gets his face blown off by looking through the peephole in yep. part two. He's one of the guys in this. And it's really interesting how they draw you know, all these characters and they make it seem like a, an actual world, you know? Even even the nurse, um, uh, the uh, what is it? Um, the nurse's right hand lady. She's in three and four, mm-hmm. um, and she's you know she has to do with a flashback when they bring uh, when Jigsaw brings his wife in after you know she has a miscarriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that shit, dude. If you watch it, and I think even she worked with Doctor whatever, uh, fucking what's his name, Carrie Ells from the first one, Gordon. Um, yeah. yeah, Doctor Gordon. So I, there's I love that shit, dude. I eat it up. I love. Um, Continuity can mm-hmm. I don't even know what the word is, but I love it, dude. It's it's brilliant. I think it's great. Wow. It's fun, dude. It's fun for the movie going. You didn't notice this shit, Dave? No, you guys just blew my mind from the, fucking, <laughs> from the first thing. And I love the series as much as anybody, but uh, but from the first guy, you know, you said that the guy was uh, the father of a junkie or whatever. I never right. the guy with the eye sewn shut. I never uh, recall seeing him there. So now, once again, hearing this information. <laughs> Is kind of opening my eyes to it, saying, "Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I understand why J- Jigsaw was going to go with whichever one of those two guys won as his fucking Patsy, mm-hmm. but he had right, he had right. beef with both of them. So right. whoever won, he had a tape made for each of them. I'm sure. Who gives a fuck? One's on one side of the room, one's on the <laughs> other. You know what I mean? Why not? That's plausible. So yeah. what the fuck? Uh, but that's yep. very cool. Once again." You know, just when I think I'm going to knock something down in the series, <laughs> it gets I hear better. something else. <laughs> right, and, and it's and I, I, you know, I've done my share of explaining things away in, in the first three movies, but mm-hmm. you know, that's the fucking beauty of the series. Some people pick up yeah. on some shit, and some people don't, and vice versa. Oh, well, I just want to touch upon the end of that scene with the lawyer. Yeah. Okay, the scene ends. He bashes that guy's fucking head in, uh, quite brutally, but then. He immediately rips his mouth open, and it looks awesome. And then it cuts yes. to the cuts to the title. Looks fucking great. But yep. why on earth would you do that? Okay, it's like okay, <laughs> you're you're, you're safe now. Just wait until you can get to a knife or right. something. You know, don't right. rip open your fucking lips. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're dude. right. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I it totally looked agree. badass, and then it cuts to the title, which is, you know, that's like a hero moment. You know, it's fucking awesome. But <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like, just wait a, a few minutes. You might find <laughs> something, man. <laughs> he immediately did it. <laughs> I never realized that. <laughs> he you know, just dove right in. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Did anyone else think he was dead the first time they saw him? Because I thought that was the end of him, and I was surprised to see him later on in the movie. I you know what? It's, nice. This movie is confusing as fuck because yes. you got, I think it's meant to be. You got John, uh, a John Ham? No, you got Strom, who's the poor man's John Ham. <laughs> then you, get, you got Casas Mandalore, uh, who plays Hoffman, and then you got Hoffman. this lawyer dude. They all in a lineup. It would be difficult as fuck to pick these guys apart. They all look so, you know, almost uh, identical. Yeah. I had a problem with Strom and yeah. Hoffman the first time I saw this movie. And maybe oh, yeah. Second. Not anymore, I don't, because I've seen Hoffman and the others so many times. and I've got accustomed to him. I never thought about the third guy, but definitely those two. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yo, it's your boy Jonathan Lore, a.k.a. Johnny Gore, calling in to Banana Laser. Just saying, I'm really enjoying the Saw retrospective so far, and I can't wait for the very next show, because I know you guys are going to kill it. You guys kill it every single time, just like I did with the uh, Halloween retrospective. So yeah, y'all keep doing what y'all doing, and I'll still I'll still be listening. Take care, peace. This movie, I would say this this is a transitional movie. Yeah, that's why. This is it. You know, you can either think that's amazing because of it, or you could say. I don't like it quite as much as the others because of that very reason. But right, it's, right. it's the end of the first era. It's the, it's the end of the Jigsaw being alive and, and the Amanda situation and the beginning of the Hoffman era. But we don't know that until the end. So it's a right. it's setting up to become a different series. Because to me, there's one, one through three. Four, five, and six are, are kind of, you know, more standalone. But primarily five and six. You know, right. and seven's off in its own world and it's fucked up. But, you <laughs> right. know. This one, this movie is transitional, and that's you know. Dude, I, I, I don't know I'm so glad you said that, bro, because uh, you said transitional. How great are these fucking transitional shots in this oh, movie? Oh yeah, dude. Holy Bowsman, he shit. just gets better and better with these flicks, dude. It's and that's so no incredible. editing either. That's real shit, dude. That's all in the same room. Like when when she goes through the mirror, dude, and into the and while they're opening the door like that, that's really happening in incredible. the same room. Mm-hmm. That is fucking amazing. Wow. You know, what we're talking about Dave, the, all those transitional scenes. Yes, and, yes, and they, you know what? Yes, all I do. Real. Yeah. I don't think that. Uh, this continues on in five and six either. No, because so, Bowsman doesn't direct right. it. Yeah, he, it he's the one behind all this. Yeah, Right. So I think that adds to what's good about this movie. Is exactly. Is technically, it may be yep. better than five and six. I don't know about plot and everything else. And whatever. That's just all matters yep. of opinion. But technically, right. I fucking feel you on that. And, and I was appreciating it during it. You yeah. know? But I didn't realize you know, until I watched five or until you brought it up now that, mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah, that that's missing from the others, and it's a strong point about this movie here. Well, and this I, I like it even conundrum. more. 
I liked it even more because I found out all those shots were real too. Like they, there were no editing involved in that. Wow. And that just blows my mind, dude. That's fucking cool filmmaking right there. That's being creative. And I don't even like Darren when Palsman is a person. I've said it before. I just think his personality is just off-putting to me. He's just, huh. he's kind of like a worrier, and he just, he comes off as annoying. Oh, speaking of that, uh, the, his white dog in that movie, the pedophile's dog. That's Darren Lynn Bowsman's dog. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? That dog looks like fucking my dog does it it's a <laughs> bichon freezy shit. i got two dogs <laughs> under my wife's dog a what's he what's he a bichon freezy it's a fucking french hoity-toity fucking lap oh. dog that's what we gotta do skip <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this dan since you know about bowsman what else has he directed because i am suddenly fucking intrigued with his work because of what, what we just discussed do you know uh, he did oh, the Barons. Uh, oh, he, he did, did that movie with uh, Death Sentence with uh, Kevin Bacon. That was badass, dude. I didn't he, see it. He did two musicals. Or yes. He did two rock operas. And I haven't uh, seen Repo. them. Yeah, Repo he did the generic opera. He yeah. did, Repo. He did, really? He did that? Repo yeah, the and he opera. did The Devil's Carnival. Yeah, he did both of those. Well, yeah. is, it, is it him or is it the cinematographer? Is it is he? Let me ask you that. Does it go on... To his creativity, or is the cinematographer standalone? In other words, are his other movies like this? Like as no, far as all shots you're saying, transitional? No, I mean, they're not as artsy-fartsy as, as this one gets. I mean, the I, I haven't seen the rock operas, so I don't know what yeah. those are like. But they're good, other, man. Yeah. The other flicks that I've seen him do, you know, they're more straightforward. I think right. because of the nature of the story and how it's so twisted and wrapped into itself, that's yeah. why these kind of things work in right. this in this series. <clears throat> it's intriguing. Those shots are great, man. You're definitely right about that. Yeah. He did saw two, three, and four. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. And, then, and they're yeah. all shot well. I I I, I can't argue that. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, so um yeah, after this then we're introduced to I guess uh, the A plot, the B plot, I don't know. It's it's the cop <laughs> the cop plot, essentially. Uh, the cops find Carrie's body, and here we get some more rat play. Uh, whenever there's a shot of of her of her body, and there's a rat inside of her body squirming to get out. That's fucking that. gruesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like well, it's yeah. really quick, but it's like oh my god, that's gross. <laughs> yep. Ratatouille. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ratatouille. Yeah. 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 He's gonna make a stew. <laughs> yeah. At least we oh. got to carry one last time, poor girl. Hey guys, up. I know she's really not in this that much in the movie, but um is, is it wrong of me to say I'm in fucking love with Shawnee Smith? She is so fucking fine in my eyes. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, part three. Part uh, you know, we talked about it. That was was her high point for me. Uh, yeah. She was really hot in that flick. I thought she's fu- she's a great actress, dude. She's yeah. in all this shit too. Like I'll see her on TV every once in a while, and I'm like, oh shit, it's that fucked up bitch Amanda. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought you were gonna mention my girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's in my girl. Wow, <laughs> my girl. <laughs> Look no. out for the bees! The bees! <laughs> oh, Dino Myers is fucking sexy, too, man. Yeah, oh, dude. You're talking about Carrie. Oh, dude. my God. I love her. 
I've been ranting about her for fucking the, the you know part two, part three. I've been talking about her. Show. Dave would it's even fuck her now. with a skin ripped open. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, well, she's not going to count for banana. I guess she's out of the running. A dead chick doesn't really count. So well. <laughs> Does it? If so, I might have no. taste. <laughs> What's the difference between jam and jelly? Oh my god! Can <laughs> jelly? Okay, I'll stop. Somebody had to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So right. So we're introduced to this cop plot, and Hoffman is back. He had one scene in part three, and, and Rig is back. You know, he's been here since part two. And he's like, uh, he's in charge of the SWAT team. And it introduces Rig so that it can show his uh, problem, I guess. I don't know. He has a problem of trying to save people. And that's what, <laughs> I guess. That's what Jigsaw wants to correct. And, you know, I get it. He's sacrificing his family for work, you know, and right. stuff like that. It shows that later with his wife. But at first, yeah. I was like, you know, Jigsaw is trying to punish him. Right. Are trying to change him for being too heroic. You know, it's right. like it shows him at the beginning. He runs through the door, you know, in a panic because he wants to save Carrie, and, and the door wasn't checked. And Hoffman gets on him and stuff like that. So that right. kind of sets up his whole character for the rest of the movie. Can't but, say I buy that though. Uh, total. You know what I mean? I don't buy it at all. I it's it's flimsy as fuck. <laughs> uh, I have a different theory completely. Okay, oh, what you got? Shit, what you got, Dave? Because this one sucks. So yeah. please make yeah. it better. Oh no! This, <laughs> this test here, <laughs> and you're talking to a guy that's bashed this movie for fucking. Five yeah, minutes. yeah. Give okay. me what you got. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, dude. This test here, first of all, it's brilliant that math. It's brilliant that fucking <laughs> what's his name? Um, uh, what the fuck? Hoffman was shown in part three in that scene because of what he said in that very scene. Because yeah. he's, I don't know if you guys remember one, but he was oh, yeah. already like on his defense. He was like, all he had to do was this. And then the fucking guy looked at him. He said, all he had to do. And right. then they show fucking, then they show him give a look. So it, now knowing it, when I watched three last time, I was like, oh, that's a great prelude to fucking yep. what's coming. After that, this test for what's his name? Um, Rig. This test is not Jigsaw's test. This test is fucking Hoffman's test to Jigsaw. This is right. Hoffman's test on Rig. This is Hoffman's first fucking test on anybody. The test subject is Rig. Okay? He right. wants him to pass because he warns him. He tells right. him again. He says, go home. He tells him, fucking yep. get out. He, he tells him, he warns him once or twice, three times, whatever the fuck, three times a late. He tells him, go home <laughs> and be with your fucking family and forget about it. This whole thing That's is true. him. And he wants him to pass. I believe that... Right. He, actually, I know for a fact, see what I see, do what I do, judge as I judge, save as I save. He wants to pass this fucking on to Rig. He wants Rig to be his fucking accomplice in, oh, in this syndicate. Makes and sense. Jigsaw is gone. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, likes that, him. He's trying to help him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that, that, it, it mirrors a lot with uh, uh, Jigsaw and Jeff, you know, because uh, he was actually trying to help Jeff, seemingly, you know, get over right. Uh, the death of his son and, and stuff like that. So, right. uh, huh? That's interesting, right? Dave. Remember, he yeah. yells at him too. Remember, here, this is what's fucked up. In the beginning, I, I think when I'm watching this movie, they finally got smart when they went to Jigsaw's place and they brought that fucking camera with them that does the investigating for him. Because every right. movie, somebody runs in and fucking someone's <laughs> right, some right, trap. Right. right, some shit happens. That was the first thing I thought. Well, they finally fucking wised up after three movies and, and dealing with Jigsaw. We're sending yeah. in that fucking exploratory cam, whatever it's called, okay? 
right. then asshole fucking rig runs in even after being told fucking prior by by fucking Hoffman runs in and what the fuck Hoffman jumps all over him right away he goes what's the matter with you you know better than to run into fucking an unsecured location alone you know right. he is on his fucking ass this is what I believe that this is the last guy in his department and he is straight up this whole movie at least this yeah because it ties it this whole chapter has to do with Hoffman fucking wanting rig to fucking mm. to join in the cause and, and of course it's still set up with Jigsaw's help Jigsaw still had the idea to begin with to, right. You know, so you say he tried to warn him that I yeah, right. I, I guess that's admirable in a sense. But later on in the series, um, Hoffman's just a bastard, and he kind of goes Amanda's route, where you know it doesn't adhere to Jigsaw's rules. Do you know what I mean? So you know I know what you're saying though. Well, because it's probably not his friend like Riggs is. Oh, I'm he's threatened. He's threatened in the sequels. He's threatened by fucking... He does do That's one true. thing wrong. And then That's he's being true. threatened by fucking... Yeah, in the future, he's got the whole beef going on with... Uh, right. What's her name? With, um, yeah, the wifey there, yeah. Yeah, right? So that's what's going on. Granted, he's not a fucking, you know... He's not a schoolboy with it. He's not a fucking Boy Scout about <laughs> it. You know, but he's no Amanda. He's not off the fucking beaten path the way Amanda is. Right. Yeah, know. that bitch was straight. He has, go, yes, go. he has motive that makes sense. Where Amanda right. just fucking had inner demons. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Yeah, that that's my take. That's oh, that's it. good. That's, that's good. Yeah, that is good, dude. That that made it a little clear. Thank you. Yeah. Dude. Cool. Hey, we're all helping each other out. <laughs> so, uh, and you also said, you know, finally the cops are doing something right because something else happens finally with the cops in that the FBI comes in. It took them this long <laughs> to get the FBI involved. What the fuck? Oh, and. And we find out it's been six months, right? And and there's books written about not just Jigsaw, but the fact that John Kramer is Jigsaw. Right. I, 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 there's one of the agents is thumbing through all these books, a book that says Jigsaw slash John Kramer. You wow. know who he is. How can you exactly. cannot find him? It's crazy to me. But it is six yep. months later from the first movie, and the first movie isn't even the birth of Jigsaw. That, that that takes place after Jigsaw was already a known name. Because remember, they said it's the, it's called the Jigsaw Killer. They said right. it in part one. Right. So this is like maybe you know nine months or longer since. Yeah, this and, and just now the FBI is getting involved. You got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, that is a little odd. But... And they know that it's John Kramer. I find this baffling that if the FBI knows such and such, they know that Matt Wazell is a serial killer. They're, they're going to find me, okay? I'm not going to be able to elude the FBI for too long. So, right. Know. Yeah. Well, there we right. go. From a strong point to a flaw. That's fucking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's part see, of I the think, course with this movie. See, I think the cops are really dumb because if you just look at the pattern, <laughs> they're like clearly Jigsaw is targeted police officers and all types of fucking uh, law enforcement personnel. I just fucking would stay far away from that shit. Right. I don't, I don't yeah. want to become a player pawn in Jigsaw's game. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So I really like Strom, the guy playing Strom in this flick. Every time, yeah. and, and, and it wasn't until this viewing, every time he's on screen and doing his thing, I really like him for some reason. Me and, too. I, and I want him to succeed. You know wow. what I mean? Isn't we could it, be more opposite. Really? <laughs> I've been saying, I watch four and I watch five. I've fucking been motherfucking him the whole time when I'm watching him. I think he's fucking cocky and arrogant. I don't like the fucking look of him. He has a fucking pretty boy look. He's a fucking... I, I, maybe I'm just a, a Hoffman fucking, uh, you know, 
Maybe I'm just a Hoffman guy. I'm sympathetic. Yeah, you're a Hoffman purist. I know. To the 25th annual Player Haters Ball. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I just don't like his. Something about him. Hate, hate, hate. Hate, hate, hate. I thought. (laughs) I thought that him in this flick and his story of trying to, you know, basically chase down Jigsaw, I thought that was strong enough to carry a whole movie. I felt like. Yeah, I felt like, okay, why did they. You know, they felt like they had to include John Kramer, Jigsaw, in flashbacks and stuff like that. But what if they went a different route? What if they just uh, wrote a movie where it had Jigsaw not in it because he's dead? And he literally wasn't in it anymore. And it was just more of a cop thing. And you still have Rig going through the tests and stuff like that. But uh, it's just more about the cops trying to chase him down. I thought it would be more interesting almost like that. There were a lot of different storylines that made this movie, uh, you know, original and and kept it flowing. I think better than the third one because when you when you're following around that one dude in the third one, it seems a little. I don't want to say repetitive, but like you said, at least with Riggs, he's he's hopping from place to place. Okay, so his character and that storyline in itself isn't contained in one place. Okay, boom, right there. That's it. That in itself is is enough. And then you got, like you said, uh, the Agent Strom and Perez. Whole, that whole thing and then you got all the backstories and you know the the origins of jigsaw i mean there are a lot of things in this movie that that kind of add up to it being one of the best in the series in my opinion like they cover so much in this that it almost feels like wow did they just blow their wad too soon <laughs> like like do you know what i'm saying though like with the whole backstory and stuff because i mean at least they didn't give away what uh what was in amanda's letter there you know they kept some things but that's the brilliance of these two is um, they definitely leave you hanging. And you know how these came out every Halloween and stuff like that? Dude, I was game until the sixth one, and I didn't see the seventh one in the theaters either because, you know, I just I kind of stopped caring at that point. And I was like, yeah, I'll see them when they come out on DVD. Mm-hmm. But um, I was really into these movies, and I and it really left you wanting more at the end. And that's why, you know, with the little, you know, like, like you said, uh, Matt, with the tape that he ate, pouring the wax on it and stuff like that, you're like, why the fuck? he doing that and then you learn in the next one oh okay that's cool like you know so i love all the little connecting tissue so to speak or you know no pun intended so <laughs> you know what i mean i love that shit and there's tons of it in this movie tons and and the backstory that like i said that one scene at the drug clinic it, it's just it, everything and then he, he okay uh, we haven't got into this yet the first fucking jigsaw uh trap that you see how, how fucking great was that i mean it's so simple the dude who, who actually loses his unborn child that dude that was really interesting oh, too because it. it's jigsaw at his first uh, you know <laughs> stages and he's <laughs> actually he's actually sitting there talking to the guy face to face which is different and the I... trap doesn't work you know <laughs> he it breaks <laughs> and, and, well, he, he breaks, right? and he beautifully lunges at him and falls in that fucking pile of razor wire hey and, you see the first one? Oh, and and you just see jigsaw being like yeah hey this razor wire thing might be a good idea you know right it's, right uh, i'd love that part yeah i love how he's uh, it plays off like in the and every other kill you see in the series that when he does the tape someone presses play on a tape and it reads a spiel you know about you know what the test is about and whatnot he actually says it right to this guy's face as he's doing it it plays just right. like what his tapes do 
And I, I thought that like, that was cool to see, like, the birth of yeah. that type of fucking, you know, like, preaching. It was strange, right. though, because he actually recorded something for him, but yeah, he just I didn't use that. it. Yeah, yeah. Why, I noticed that. Yeah, he was practicing with the puppet and recording everything. Yeah, isn't that odd? I wonder why he did Yeah. Yeah, but I, I guess know. it shows him coming up, different aspects of his of his right. game. You know, he's figuring it out. It's like the first time you jerk off. You don't know what you're doing, you know? <laughs> oh, dude, that was a fucking horrible experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing, but you no, figure no. it out. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> um, now, what did you guys think of the uh, pig mask origin <laughs> story? I loved it, but I have a huge problem with it as well. Why? Because that wasn't the year of the pig? <laughs> we searched it, that was the year of the fucking banana instead. It was the year of the fucking banana, yeah. No, okay. Do you guys buy this for a second? Now, I do like the, the origin story for it. Like, oh, okay, that's that's where it all started for him. That's his motivation for using the pig mask. Okay, fine. But the fact that he chloroformed him in a fucking crowd of people and dragged him out of there without anybody noticing, fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, that's that not I just work. don't buy at all. I mean, there's certain stretches you can make, uh, leaps you can make with, with these movies and stuff like that. But how do you not see somebody dragging another human being all chloroformed out, fucking in a crowd of of people? You know what I mean? Movie so, magic. Yeah, they just smash <laughs> cut to the next scene. That's know? pretty much what they did. Yeah. yeah. They should have done it like Trick or Treat did with. The fucking when they it was on a Halloween party. You remember on Trick or Treat how fucking the guy seduces or kills the the one girl with his fucking teeth and he gets away with it because he's yep. dressed up like a vampire and he fucking basically kills her right in front of fucking people. Mm, but right, you nobody know right. notices because it's a big party atmosphere. It's Halloween. Everybody has costumes on anyway. Well, that's like Scream that. too. Yeah, Jada Pinkett. That's like Scream too when she's screaming. Everybody's like, "Get out of here, bitch." <laughs> 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 that uh, that that scene where he abducts Cecil it really pissed me off because Did it? Uh, well not now not anymore uh, because uh, at first I was like okay this is how he gets the whole pig mask thing because he abducted him during this parade you know I'm like that's kind of that doesn't really gel very well you know it's not very you know it's like why would just because of that would you continue to do this but then. Right. But then there's actually a line where Strom is interrogating Jill. Is that her name? The wife. Yeah, Jill. She'll talk. Yeah. yeah. And she talks about their son, Gideon, and how, and blah, blah, blah. And she says that, you know, his birth or his her being pregnant at that time was not an accident. And she alludes to the fact that okay. John Kramer plans everything out so much, he specifically wanted the child to be born on, during the year of the pig, she's she asked the detective. Yeah. She's like, do, "Do you know anything about the Chinese zodiac, you know, uh, calendar and stuff like that?" And I'm like, "Wow, he's such a control freak that he wow. wants his child to be born uh, on a certain part of the year." I thought that was interesting. That is that they explained yeah. it that much, but but him just doing it on a whim in a parade kind of pissed me off. But I'm I'm glad this time I picked that line up made a lot more sense oh it does it definitely does man yeah no it's, it's, a, it's a great deduction by you wow i, I see there you go I, I and but the thing is i didn't mind that, it, that he adopted that as the pig he probably went with this and hey 
pigs are fucking beautiful. We fucking, you know, it's horror movies. There's always I, pigs in I think you just watched Motel Hell one to me. Times <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, but I'll be honest movies. with you guys, okay? Even if the um, explanations aren't that good, at least they gave it a shot to explain it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you got to appreciate those those kind of um, those kind of little little things that they put in because, you know, we're fans of these movies and stuff like that. They know people are going to pick apart horror movies in general and, and try and look at continuity errors or, you know, plot holes, if you will. And just for them to even think of a line like that, like you said, Matt, is great. Now, it may take three people, you know, in between all right. three of us to pick up on everything, and I'm sure we're missing some stuff too. But I love that, man. For And let's just say they're the most bogus fucking explanations ever. Whatever, dude. They took the time to explain it, even in the slightest. Hey, you get a pass by me. A for effort. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it shows that they... They, you know, they care. they care about the fans yeah. and what they think, and they're not just, you know, oh, let's just turn out another Friday Thirteenth. Who gives right. a fuck? We'll right. have some, you know, uh, some chick resurrect them. Who cares? Right, and, and all this stuff. So yeah, it shows that they care about the series and the character. One thing I really enjoyed about this movie, seeing Jigsaw be pre Jigsaw, was mm. the fact that Tobin Bell really plays him completely different before the turn. I don't know if you guys noticed, but yeah, he's like an entirely different man. He's uh, just, he seems like a normal human being, you know, he's in love with his wife, you know, he's he's got a great life and all this stuff. Seems like an entirely different person. And once that the, uh, that they lose the kid, yeah, he's uh, he just changes instantly. In that Matt, you see him for the first time getting mad too, and throwing shit around, and getting mm-hmm. angry and physical, and it's like, whoa, shit! Like you never see because he's so always so calm and collected. You know what I mean? Almost just like a fucking high. Because that scene is like literally like before he's figured out. Right. Oh, I need to fucking get this out right. in another way. Yeah, I need to get my shit together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I was a jigsaw apologist right off. Off the bat, I said I liked the character. I went into everything and said I wish there was one in every town. Yada yada yada. But then, as we pick these movies apart, you know, I, I've seen it and we discussed it that some of the acts were fucking deplorable and that people weren't given a chance. And he was, you know, more of a murderer than I remember. But right. it seems like his. I, I remember the Jigsaw more. I think that's when I really get into the series. Is you know, four and nine. I shouldn't say that, but the character of Jigsaw, you get into him more right. as the series progresses. Well. I think from this movie on in on out, it's he is more. I you become more sympathetic with him, and you, some people start fucking siding with him, and it's just the way he plays it. And you see his, you know, most of what he does now is warranted. You know, the people he fucks with are, are more, you know, they're yeah. they're not as innocent as the people in the first two or maybe even the third movie. You know, yeah, he's like fuck you, Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll get there. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But he goes uh, off, but he's easy to sympathize with, and you see him. Because honestly, you know, not just the victims, but in him and the way he preaches, but mm-hmm. the way he comes up and the loss he goes through. First of right. all, he loses the fucking baby at seven months. You know, mm-hmm. that is fucking bad enough for it. isn't like a miscarriage at a month or, or, or two. This is a seventh month. You know, the bond you a lot of people have formed with their child by this time. It is strong, no, you know. I thought and it then, was a couple months. He said no, seven, a... seven months. No, and see, no, look, they... look how much, 
Look how much she's showing. You can clearly tell she's pregnant. You know, you no, know because I- when they when they bring her in, uh, uh, when uh, she's he's talking to that nurse from the third one too. Yeah, he um, says seven months. That's exactly what he says. He's, she's seven months pregnant. He says. Oh, I thought he said a couple. Okay. No, so- but look at look, look at how she's showing. That's proof positive enough. You could see when the, when, That's true. See when the That's baby true. Yeah, she's fucking showing pretty solid. But mm-hmm. first, that happens to him, and that's devastating for anybody. At that point, you're all excited. You got the shit bought. You're, you know, whatever. You're, you're, you're pretty much invested by seven months, seven. And, um, I'd say so. Yeah, you know, it, it's a serious thing in life. So then yeah. that, and then, then getting the cancer, and then fucking driving off, and then surviving that. And then you see everything else he went through, and mm. the way, he, you know, it hit him. That's why I become a uh, an apologist for him, and that, I don't think I'm the only one. I think every, other people get into his character and they start feeling bad for him because they see what what the fuck the man's gone through. I I guess the template to make a fucking crazy good villain is to give him cancer. I mean, look at fucking Heisenberg, <laughs> look at fucking Jake Saw. I mean, fucking Kimo must be a motherfucker, dude. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. No Christ. jokes. And then he gets into that car accident, too, where he's fucking ripping the yeah. pole out of it. Yeah, that poor bastard, dude. I feel for him, dude. You know? That's what I'm saying. And, and yeah. don't you think his motives from now on, what you see and what you learn, become a little bit more, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, oh, yeah, I fucking hate drug companies and, and insurance. Oh, yeah, all that shit, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the shit that goes on political. in five and six, oh, yeah, all the conspiracies. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah. and, of course, the people on this. But it, it, yeah, progresses more. But you know, like man, you know I what I'm saying? You know, we we've been discussing it the whole time. Yeah, I do. But also at the same time, putting Gordon in a trap because his bedside manner isn't good. Nah, I'm stretching it. You know. But it continues on. We learn more about him as it goes too. It isn't just his bedside manner. There's more. He alludes to it again. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? If I'm wrong, then I agree with you. But that's what I'm saying. Saw one and two. That's different. Yeah. I, I I completely agree. You opened my eyes to that watching this as we were mm-hmm. watching and we dissected the movies. I came to realize it myself. You know what? You know, I, you know what? You're right, man. Fucking he, he did do things <laughs> that don't fit. But from now on, pretty much what he his mo from like four and on. Yeah, it all yeah. makes sense. Yeah, you're right about that. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It that's really why I'm does. into him. Yeah, that that's what it is. I didn't realize it till this this viewing around because we dissected the movies thus far. I could let you go. That wouldn't serve you. I'll tell you what I will do, though. I'll give you a tool to reclaim your life and to discard the vices that have so corrupted your soul. You see, things aren't sequential. Good doesn't lead to good, nor bad to bad. People steal, don't get caught. Live the good life. Others lie and cheat and get elected. Some people stop to help a stranded motorist and get taken out by a speeding semi. There's no accounting for it. How you play the cards you're dealt, that's all that matters. Look at me. You understand what I'm saying to you? Whoa! What the fuck is that? It's the tool. The tool that's going to save your life. I want to play a game. Well, let's talk about some of the shit that Jigsaw is famous for, these traps. Uh, this first oh, trap shit. that Rig uh, runs into in his own goddamn apartment wow. is uh, <laughs> is what I call the bad wig trap 
or or <laughs> slash the Joe Dirt trap because when, <laughs> Joe Dirte when this chick is fucking done she she looks like goddamn Joe Dirt with that fucking hairdo <laughs> Jesus Christ oh. now I didn't understand okay apparently as we talked about all these people that Rig confronts are criminals who are gotten off by this lawyer but I didn't understand why she was a convicted felon uh you know there's pictures hanging up and and stuff like that i didn't under is she a prostitute i don't know why what what her deal is i no i don't know either do you dan i don't know i know you know when i when i last saw it it was weird but i i could be totally wrong and somebody um just put me in my place if i am wrong but i want to say when he saw the pedophile too that she was in one of his pictures too like i don't know i could be wrong maybe she was a prostitute and she had a bad john or something i don't know i really don't know i just believe that it was one of um probably a prostitute yeah one of the people that Riggs put away or helped put away or something like that you know and speaking yeah, of the show dirt just... fucking kill, then she she really does try and stab him in the face with a soldering iron too. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we find out that, you know, Jigsaw is playing both sides of this thing. He's like, Hey, you wanna live and not go to jail? Well you gotta kill this fucker, you know, mm-hmm. and so and Rig wouldn't have encountered any of that if he just would have left her left her be you and know, they told so. him that that's what his tape said fucking mm-hmm. walk away right out right right off the bat once again yeah. he's being told do not fucking proceed we know that you know this is what your plan is or this is what you do w- walk away that's fucking what it says okay uh, the, you're did. a you're a fucking cop you might be a swat <laughs> guy or something but let's say let's say dave you wake up in your bathtub and you're like what the fuck you walk down you know and you see this chick in this fucking weird chair and what do you do? Do you like? I'll tell you tra- what you do. Tra- you call the cops, right? <laughs> yes. You call for help. Yes, Why you does call he the do cops. That? But not, But listen, not, if he would just would have sat there, they both would have existed. Nothing started with that trap until fucking something was touched. Either she did something or he did something. That's but, what I'm but, saying. Right? He heard the tape. Okay. He could have fucking got FBI, all kinds of people in there to fucking assist in the situation and have an end. Obviously, they weren't going to, you know, we can't just say for them, well, this is my life now. And fucking, she's going <laughs> to live in his fucking, <laughs> in his living room. <laughs> and he's just going to be hanging out there with no wife. You know? <laughs> now, be honest, guys. Before you would call the cops, you'd cop a quick feel, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, give me a little hunger, maybe I'll fucking let you Maybe, know. right? So, okay, another trap. Rig goes to this uh, sleazy hotel, really fucking sleazy. I guess he finds a couple keys at his apartment. And this movie has got way too many fucking keys. I don't. Yeah. There's oh keys. My God, there's right. keys being thrown around. I am fucking confused as fuck. Uh, Strom threw a key at at uh, Hoffman in the beginning. Yep. Rig has two keys going on here. I think somebody else has a key. <laughs> Which Fuck key me. is it? The guy says to Jill, fucking when he's trying to get in, she's like, this one. Yeah, I mean, Jesus oh, dude, Too many yeah, fucking mean, keys. Fucking yep. key lime pie and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, dude. Yeah, you're right. But Rig, Rig goes to this hotel. He goes up to this room that he has a key for. He finds all this shit that Jigsaw leaves, but the, the impression I get is that while Rig plays this tape from Jigsaw, he sits down on the bed. Would you be touching anything in this nope. fucking hotel? Oh my <laughs> God. He's, he's getting HIV for sure. 
<laughs> run by a pedophile. And what was the dude's fucking problem when he walked in? The homeless dude? He was yeah. like, hey, what, what like, you that doing? Thing, and yeah. I want to, guys, I'm trying to figure uh, who that actor is. I know I've seen that guy in something as, you know, creepy guy number one or whatever. But, um, yeah, why was he fucking with him? That didn't He's, make any sense. He probably comes back in, like, Saw 6 or something. Maybe, <laughs> you know what, dude? I, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't mind. think you're right. He probably but, does, Dave. Really? What, what guy are you talking about? The guy, that the guy in the fucking... hallway. Yeah, the guy in the hallway. Not the pedophile. Not the pedophile. Not the no. paper, the... Just that guy that's there that they're bickering about something? Yeah, because well, yeah, he's like, who is it? He's like, hey, who are you? Get back here. Like he works there or something. Yeah, and yeah. And the like, guy just then, kicks him out. And then that's when the pedophile's like, yeah, you can't sleep here. You got to go. <laughs> that guy's cool, but you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> it, was just, um, it was so random. I don't know. Maybe he does come back, or maybe it's just to show that the fucking, the, this, this seedy motel was a lot of fucking, you know, ridiculous drama going on and fucking. Right. You know, uh, the guy's distracted, so that right. might help right. you know, his clientele. That's... That might help fucking Art Blank uh, get these fucking things in there or who's ever doing it to set up that, that equipment for the trap. Yeah, I love how Perez is like, how the fuck would somebody set this trap up? And Strom is just like, piece by piece. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. how would you get all this shit in a hotel without anybody <laughs> noticing? Exactly. A lot yeah, of this shit. Yeah. Those that was my problem, too. And But then... There you go. That, that, yeah, that's yeah, couldn't have an explanation for me yeah. and time. Six months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But this yeah. trap, this is one of my favorite traps in this film. You got this fucking fat, yeah. disgusting pig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 you know, tied down to the bed, and he has to blind himself, or, or he'll be ripped limb from limb. Wow. And. Yep. You know, he tries to do it, and he fails, ultimately. I guess he's given a time limit. And, and, but watching his limbs get ripped apart is fucking awesome. Oh, that, my that, God. I love that part in this flick. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Great, great gore. Great gore. Yep. I hate yep. pedophiles, obviously, like everybody does, too. So I was just waiting for him because you knew he wasn't going to survive, this fat fuck. But have uh, been calling him a pedophile. Is he a pedophile or just a rapist? Hey, the same thing. Okay, all right, just making sure because we, we at one time I think each all three of us have referred to him as a pedophile. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're no, right. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he calls her a little horse, so yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, maybe, right? Maybe he's doing both. Okay. I like they should have got think... the guy from Human Centipede Part 2 in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Get him in there squealing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bad cast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I like to think about that actor. You know, he's playing this fucking just this repugnant individual. But probably in real life, he's probably like the nicest, most friendliest guy oh, in the yeah. world. Oh, but course. he's playing this fucking dirt bag that you just yep. want to get ripped apart yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's good see that's another guy in this series where you fucking start having little to no pity for fucking mm-hmm. a lot of the you know quote unquote victims now well that the rig i see i also have a problem with this and that rig gets there his ultimate goal is to find matthews i guess because he knows matthews yeah. is still out there that's right. his ultimate goal Absolutely. and so he keeps he keeps jumping through these hoops and stuff to find him. He's like, I got this time limit. I got to find him. But would you put this guy in this trap willingly like this? Would you be like, well, I got to do this. Otherwise, I'm not going to find Matthews. I could potentially be murdering this guy, but I'm going to do it. Well, don't you think you just take a step back and just be like, no, I'm calling the cops. Get the fucking <laughs> get back yeah, but- up in here. 
Yeah, but he's right. all too familiar with Jigsaw's M.O. He's on the cases. He sees everything that happens. He knows you got to play by the rules or you're fucked, and it's all on time limit, and you got to fucking get it done. There's yeah, no time to so. question. There's no time to call. There's no right. time to no fucking time to anything. Think. Boom, boom, boom. Get the fucking job done before the test and the time limit fucking expire. Yeah, and yeah. if you're a rapist, that time to think is diminished by like barely five seconds. You're like, "Fuck you, get in the fucking chair." That's true, right? Yeah, he's a and he's a cop, a fucking a good guy. Right. You know what I right, mean? He's, right, he's right. like a true blue fucking kind of guy. But that—that's yeah. the point of these movies—is like kind of you know because you, you go through all these different people, you find out what they do or what they've done in the past, and some people don't really deserve it. They're just victims of circumstance, and some people really do. You know, the 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 rapist definitely. But even like um, the the judge in the third one or whatever, it's like you know that poor bastard got hit by the shotgun or whatever. But he was a good dude, man, and, and he just fucking died for no like. There's a lot of people that you you feel for more than others, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? And and yeah. that's what this series plays with, which is you know, well, one, what would you do if you were in the traps for one? And second of all, it just plays on like, well, would you be able to do this if you were put in the in the, in the same circumstance? Yeah, it's you thought know. provoking to say the least. It is, right? You know? I mean, yeah, I think I think about if you had a family member at the end of that tunnel and you found out you got to fucking, you know, kind of play God with a bunch of rapists and whatever. I mean, I can't say which way I'd go, but I'll tell you what, fucking I'd at least think about it, you know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you just lost 50 listeners. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck this I don't think we have 50 guy. fucking listeners. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, thanks for being generous. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> right, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but then the last, I guess it's the last trap. Uh, one of the last traps that Rig encounters, he goes to the school, and it turns out, I guess, it's a school that we learned that he had an altercation with this, uh, with this family with previously and it, it's also a good scene that shows some bonding between hoffman and yep. uh and rig you know so i guess that backs up dave's theory of of, of him wanting to help him out and stuff like that but yeah, remember he said we you chose we chose this he told him mm-hmm. it, it, it just occurred to me I, I thought that was a, a significant line remember he told him yep. he goes, cherish your life and they were talking about it. he goes remember he goes we chose this he told him so, yeah. Anyway, I'll get off the topic. It was just, it's just no, you're no, right. No. Yeah. Hoffman gets his back too in that situation where he decks the dude, and he's just like, "No, nope, I saw it." You know, like he really puts himself out there for Riggs. I, yeah. I tell you what, when they're in that flashback and yep. they focus in on the father putting his finger to his mouth, you know, shushing his daughter. Oh, yeah. Don't you want to murder oh, that motherfucker? Fuck, yeah. Oh, that is yep. the worst, dude. He is yep. like, you fucking sleazy son of a bitch. <laughs> they, yeah. yeah, they do a great job of making you want to fucking these people to die. That's what I'm saying. From this, I honestly think, maybe maybe I'll be proven wrong if we don't get out of here and we keep reviewing the series, yeah. that fucking, <laughs> from Saw 4 on, um, that the victims are more uh, you sympathize less and less as it goes on and just about maybe i'm not going to say 100 percent make an ass of myself but i think the probably the vast majority you know from just going off of memory mm-hmm. is that they're they're it, you, there's more justification in jigsaw's actions you know oh for sure yeah so so rig finds this this couple i guess I guess after the fact, after she had already uh, killed her husband, so to speak, they're kind of pinned together in some weird kind of thing. Whereas if she pulls out a rod, then it's going to loosen and open up a, a main artery in this guy. I love he's gonna that. He's going to bleed out. 
<clears throat> really? I, I, this... I didn't really like this one that much. You know what I liked about it, though? And there's a couple like this going back to the one um, for that original dude. I, for- I keep forgetting his name. Um, the guy who kills his uh, baby, unborn baby. Oh, but, um, oh Cecil. Beanie and Cecil. Cecil. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, between Cecil and then this one, um, I just like the simplicity of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's two people stuck together by a bunch of rods. Like, it's not an <laughs> intricate trap. Like, and that's what I like about it. It's almost like, uh, you know, James Bond and Skyfall or Mission Impossible 3 where, you know, they get fucking stripped of all their shit and it's just kind of bare bones fucking simple shit, you know? Yeah, it's not my favorite, but but it's, it's not. But it's oh cool. no, no, no! I appreciate it. You know, it's cool because yeah. they don't. Because for me, all the traps they keep getting more crazier as the series go on, and, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, you know, we talked about Chester Bennington with the car, and there's so many fucking crazy things that it's cool to see something as simple as okay, well, you know, at these particular points, if you pull it, this guy, like it, 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 it at least lets it pose the question too. Um, it, it lets the uh, weapon itself posed the question uh, that which is can you kill this person you know or will you kill this person that beat you or whatever you know right. what I mean it yes. it lets it take care of itself you know and it's cool because it's two p it's a two person trap it's right. all thought out you know yeah. that they gotta pull these things and she has to make a conscious decision that she knows when she pulls him out the more she pulls the more he's gonna get fucked. So right. he's saying, hey, it's time you fucking step away from this thing. Live your fucking life and everything right. else. Leave him. Take control of your life because you don't deserve fucking. But you know what? Turn your back on this fucking guy now. And get the yeah, fucking, it's, fucking it's metaphorical. Yeah, yeah, Yes, right. it's great. Yeah. And then at the very yeah. end, she can't pull the last one out. Rig right. has to do it. So it ultimately comes to Rig. Are you going to you know, agree and, and help her pass this test and pull it out? Do you want to heal along with me or not? Right. And if so, right. this, is one, this is your first test to see. Or whatever. This is the test to see if you are capable of fucking healing at the expense right. of, you know, she. You know, when you pull this thing out, the other guy's gonna die. But guess what? That's his right. fucking. Uh, I'm judging him. Whatever, you know. So yeah. that's why I think it's cool. It's not the coolest trap, but it's well thought yeah. out, and it's it is. It's pretty pretty brilliant from that perspective of the you know, rig being recruited to to this fucking way of thinking. Right. Yeah, right. I guess I should should like it better because I like you're right. I like the simple traps better. Two guys, you know, chained to a wall, they got to saw through their feet. Uh, right. A guy right. trapped in a razor wire room, you know, stuff like that. Right. It, right. It's like, yeah, the rack, you know, that's probably the most famous jigsaw trap. But at the same time, there's some <laughs> serious. <Gore>. Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan Gore. There's some there's some serious engineering going yeah, yeah, on stop, with that stop, track. Stop, stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brought it back. Brought well, it back. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, there, there's a, a really kick-ass moment after after this uh, this this husband wife trap, in that the forensics are in there, you know, sweeping the room and shit like that, ah. and something happens, <laughs> and oh this chick God. gets blasted through the face with a fucking rod out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> I love that. It's oh great. Because oh it's so random, dude. Yeah. Just like, you don't even know this bitch either. You're like, she's not a character, but she oh. gets fucking toasted, dude. Yeah, big time. Hey, guys. I- uh, was was that stretch from fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre too? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Oh my god. I'm telling. I thought it was her. Yeah, it did look like her. I think that was just to set up the next part, which was uh, we actually get a right. live Billy the Puppet thing when Agent Perez gets fucking you know shot you know a load shot in the face. <laughs> as, as well. Never and, a good uh, day. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like that though, because um, because I thought I thought that was a good idea. First of all, let's whisper to get her into you know, yeah. okay, boom, right in your face. But um, you know what I liked about that was I, you know, how you said about um, about the detective. Um, I'm so bad with names. What is it? Uh, Strom. Strom. Uh, yeah. When he has to call her family on the phone, dude, that's yeah. it's a quick little flash scene, but it's fucking good, man, and it's it's good for character development because that's what everybody uh, rags on these movies for is there's no character development. I beg to differ. I just think that you gotta be you gotta let go of things easier with these movies, especially knowing everybody's gonna die. It doesn't mean you can't feel for them, you know, in the heat of the moment, in the heat, in the thick of things, because you know, in in that particular instance, I was like, oh wow, this is fucking pretty intense you know he's fucking crying over the phone for but and then like you know just as the movies do as you the audience member should do it quickly moves along like they're not going to stay on that moment but they you got to have those beats to uh to ground it in reality somewhat the, you know the, the, the traps and the gore shine so bright that right uh, the for the for the average viewer it's hard to see anything but that mm-hmm. but yeah guys like us we're looking at yeah the actual characters the actual storyline <laughs> yeah and, and all that shit so yeah yeah, yeah. it's great and it's mm-hmm. too bad that people don't all get that and that's that's just that's you know ah man. fuck them Dave more for us fuck them right on that's true that's right brother it's not for hey, everybody you don't like soft right. fuck yourself yeah you're right man and you know what I'll tell you what back to Peter Strom. I guess he's not such a prick because that is fucking that was dude. a good scene. Right. You yeah. know what I think it is about fucking Strom? Yeah, he you know, I think he reminds me of an old fucking boss I used to have at another job that looked like him. <laughs> there it and is, folks. Fucking he was a little fucking cocky and arrogant and I think when I see him uh, it's a, a you know a psychological thing that I fucking I attribute him. You want to put a box over his head and fill it with water? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think that might be get it. out of this, motherfucker! Tell me to work overtime. I don't think so. I'm going home. <laughs> Do you or any member of your family have a problem with monkeys, chimps, or orangutans? Are these pesky primates invading your home, looking for shelter? Does the constant squealing and crying of these pets keep you awake at night? Are you constantly dodging fecal matter being thrown around your house? If this sounds like you and your loved ones, then we have the solution. Banana lasers. Never be fearful of your children watching these beasts fornicate or masturbate again. Banana Banana laser. That's right, with banana laser. You don't have to live with this problem anymore. Just simply aim and pull the trigger. You'll blast and zap and blow these troublesome monsters to kingdom come. Just three easy payments of $79.99, and this death ray will be on your doorstep in three to six months. Banana laser. Banana laser. 100% fine quality Filipino craftsmanship made by the most well trained 10 year olds. So order Banana today at 314 720 8842 or bananalaser at gmail.com and also Banana Laser makes the perfect gift for any occasion. Hope to hear from you soon. Just remember Banana Laser. Take your stinky paws off you. Damn dirty ape. A bit of trivia. Uh, Hoffman, um, he, he's named after one of the producers that actually passed away. I think 
I think somewhere around the release of part three or something what? like that. I thought he was linked in all of the rest of them. I thought he was in five, six, seven. Really? Because I always noticed the name Hoffman. Yeah, I always. always. Dad as the, the, his, yeah. his, I, I yeah. believe they kept his name on there out of respect. Wow. I'm pretty Even, sure oh, he died. Shit. And, uh, really? yeah. No shit. Oh, shit huh? Wow. Yeah, well, that's fucking nice of him. Yeah, that 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 uh, that's a nice fucking tribute to somebody, you know. Yeah, and it's a badass sounding name, you know, Hoffman. And it is pretty badass, you're right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> who says who says horror movie fans don't have any heart either? Fuck you guys. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but... <laughs> people say a that. Movie fuck like those this. people. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, and then so the movie's winding down. Rig, he figures out where he has to go, which yeah. is every there's been tiny clues laid out throughout this entire thing that there's a uh, uh, the warehouse that Jigsaw named his son after. It's a meat packing plant, which is kind of weird, but yep. uh, he named his son after <laughs> Gideon Meat Packing. And so there's all these uh, G's written in the letters and stuff that are, that are in the same font as right, that meat right. packing plant and stuff like that. So he picks up on all these clues. He runs over there. Uh, Strom finally figures it out after Perez is, you know, fucked up. So th- they're both heading to this warehouse. And this is the warehouse where <clears throat> where Saw 1 took place. Right. Uh, Saw you 2 were... took place. All these movies took place at this warehouse. I think that's pretty cool that I we agree. finally see the outside of where all these, you know, events went down. Yeah, but with that said, you'd think the police would check it maybe again? I don't know. <laughs> it's like that school. The school with yeah, the, it's like, yeah. if there's just a rundown school, you know, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and, and, dude, on top of that, when Strom's about to run in and he calls for backup, I don't have two minutes. Motherfucker, with everything you bet, wait two minutes, dog. Wait right. two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> if you on. wait two minutes, your life will exponentially fucking have a higher rate of, of fucking survival. But it's just that whole thing. You could, could you guys feel the tension at that point? Because you knew the mo- the movie was almost over. You knew that that big scene where they fucking reveal everything, and that's what I loved about that. You know how every movie's got it when they show the flashbacks and kind of bring everything together for you. I get closer to the screen and fucking open my eyes really wide every time that happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's with awesome. this with this version <laughs> of that though. When they hit that, it's almost like more like uh, an explanation or, or kind of a viewpoint more than like uh, explanation. You know, you know what I mean. It, it almost like kind of spells it out for you as opposed to show shows you in flashbacks, which they do that too. But I noticed they were less heavy on that and more of okay, this is what's going on right now. Remember this. Remember this. Remember this scene. Okay, go back. You know, it was just it was more direct in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But here's another problem with everything lining up, you know, as you said, you know, uh, you know, I guess Rig went down one hallway and Strom <laughs> went down another, you know. Right. So it's like right. uh, who's to say that they, they ended up where they were supposed to be because once again, right. They ended up exactly where Jigsaw <laughs> wanted them to be, which is uh, Strom ends up in the room where Jigsaw was operated on and you got Lynn laying there with her fucking no head Lynn going on and, and, uh, and, and he, he blasts Jeff in the you know and he kills Jeff and and then uh, we haven't really talked about this that much but this entire time Hoffman has been set up in this trap with Detective Matthews this fucking elaborate 
ice electrocution kind of trap with Detective Matthews. And, and just before this ending, they see that this door is rigged with these gigantic ice blocks above Matthew's head. <laughs> this <laughs> poor bastard, dude. Oh, my God. One of the best traps ever. This it takes yeah. the fucking cake for me, dude. <laughs> when fucking Rig bursts through that fucking door. <laughs> and I'm so glad they Ooh. showed it. I'm so glad because they didn't show Lynn's head get blown off, you know, in part three. And they couldn't have, you know, they they could have not shown Matthew's head getting smashed here. But they did. And thank (laughs) God they did because it is glorious. Yep. Oh, like who would have thought ice would have fucking been so, so destructive, you know, ice. What the fuck? and, too, this is my favorite character, Matthews. And this poor bastard has, I believe, doesn't he have two broken feet? Or Because or, she kicks him in, in his other one, I believe, and he oh. drops him. Uh, I think so it's I the, think, the same one, and she broke the, the fucking one, one ankle yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Oh, one, for real? Uh, okay, yeah. okay. So, yeah, anyways, he's fucking hurting like Tim Burton yeah. anyways. And the whole time, he's just struggling to fucking stand up on the goddamn thing. He, he tries so to that, kill himself at one point. Yeah, he's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Exactly, uh, dude. Personally, I would have taken the gun. Yeah, he got just, the gun. And, right? and just sh- and I would have shot the chain that I was on. That's oh, all. Yeah. Why I did mean, he do something like that? I mean, I guess the lawyer was trying to prove, is. hey, I'm, you know, I'm on your side. You know, I like a- the way he played that, Matt, because yeah. he was the only one to actually tell them, like, hey, listen, fucking, I'm not the one you should be mad at. And he was like, okay, we're almost out of it, guys. Like, right. he, like that felt real to me. That felt like a, a dude who I, that that's what I would say in that in that circumstance. You know what I mean? Like, even if I had to do um, uh, Jigsaw's uh, bidding or whatever, I'd still be real about it. Like, all right, motherfuckers, we're we're in this together. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta fucking put you on the ice block, but yeah. Yeah, he's like, he takes off his coat. He's like, see, I got this Vulcan neck grip thing on my back. What the fuck was that? What was I mean, that? Yeah, yeah, Was yeah. that going to cut his head off? I had no I idea know. what the fuck that was. Yeah. He's like, yeah. this will release us, you know? It's like, what the fuck? I have no idea what's going on. Electrocution, um, maybe? I don't know. It looks like uh, it's up for a fucking spinal tap or something. And, and you know what? That guy had a really wicked scar on the, yeah. on the right side of his face. And yeah. that, looked, that looked pretty cool. And I assume that was from... The trap at the beginning of the movie, but his lips were sewn shut. It wasn't like the side of his face or anything. I'll tell you what. That's how I found out that that was that guy. Yeah. Oh, so they were trying to make it really obvious. That's what I think for fucking dummies like me. Yes. (laughs) There you go. Fucking, Hmm. there's the cut, there's the thing. You know what? Yeah, I I might not have picked that up until my second viewing. I wouldn't be one bit surprised. Hmm. And, and when those ice blocks fucking crushed his head, dude, <laughs> I remember everybody going nuts in the oh, fucking yeah. theater. Dude. Like Glorious. that place fucking erupted, dude. Some people were horrified and some people were cheering. Like, yeah, fuck the fucking uh, uh, new kids on the block. <laughs> <laughs> For me personally, it was a mixture of both because that was my favorite character. But at the same time, it was such a cool kill that I was like, oh, fucking hell. That was, oh, God, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, man. I I know I fucking cheered when I saw it. It was great. You know, uh, it, it could have been gorier. They could have showed the fucking the aftermath with like you know yeah. Rob right. Rob Zombie's fucking Halloween two when they show the aftermath of that fucking dude that gets stomped. That would have been cool, but it's yeah. it, it, it it was definitely impactful because boom, you see him come together and it's you know the impact yeah. of that fucking scene and seeing the two you know blocks dropping simultaneously. That oh. was, 
But you know what? I forgot to say fucking uh, about that lawyer. I did know that was the lawyer. I, I realized that the lawyer was the fucking guy later on because of the Jill Tuck thing when, when they had her in there. Right. She was right. telling the story about fucking the lawyer and everything else and when he came to visit him and Art Blank and how they were friends. And then you, you piece all that together about everything being in Art Blank's name and who, who is it. And then, you know, as the movie goes on and they're doing that cop drama shit, it all fucking, it all comes out. But, There's a lot of characters in these movies yeah. too, though. Man. It's kind of easy to to lose track. Like if you don't pay attention to the series, like say if you miss one of the Saw movies, like you won't know what the fuck's going on, dude. You Especially just won't. with this movie, because oh, yeah. right. a lot of the main characters are dead, so they had to like, <laughs> yeah. okay, what's okay? You're a main character now, Rig. Right. He's like, right. what? I had one scene, okay? Oh. Hoffman, you're a main character. What? I am? I had yeah. one line last time. Yeah, so. Right. Exactly. See, that's yeah. what I love about it, though. Whether it was meant, whether that was planned out or not, I just love shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think stuff like that is, it, 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 like I said, that connective tissue it is the stuff that, that connects series together. Like, you know, look at Friday 13, 3 and 4 even, where it picks up exactly at the barn and stuff like that. I've always been a sucker for that for that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You know, Back to the Future fucking 2. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's like, a matter, Doc, just... that we become assholes or something? <laughs> 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 oh, man. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave. I, I want to go back to the future. So. <laughs> I want to elaborate on that scene you were talking about with Jill and the lawyer, because I never thought Jill was that good looking until what? the scene. No, I didn't until the scene where she wore the tank top and brought her two friends along oh. with her. I was like, okay, all right, I, I can get with this shit now. Steady. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I never questioned her fucking hotness for a second. I don't know. Uh, she looks like she, I don't know. She looks rugged. You know, like she smokes and drinks a lot or something. I don't know. I can't explain. <laughs> I she looks, she looks like rode hard or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She reminds me of Sherry Moon Zombie, kind of. I don't know. It's the same nah, type. Of- her skin is all fucked up, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but she, her body is fit. You know, so I'll give her that. So yeah, we're at the end. Fucking uh, uh, the lawyer guy shoots Rig. Rig shoots the lawyer guy. It's a real fucking weird situation. I th- I think the lawyer guy died because of that, right? Yeah, and then, shot him in the head. Yeah, and then yeah, that's right. And then Rig is just there bleeding out, and all of a sudden Hoffman comes walking up. Hey, he got out, you know? Oh, oh, Hoffman's in on it. That's where we get the whole flashback of that. But uh, you know, and Hoffman says, "Game over to Rig." And then walks out of the room. What happens to Rick? Do I don't remember. Do we find out? Does he just does he just so. bleed out or what? He must. He must. Right? Because he's I, locked dude, in I was, like the rest. Yep. Deteriorating. Yeah, but you would think that <laughs> they would pick up that storyline yeah. later on. You're right, though. Do, I'm very yeah. mad that they didn't because I love his character, man. Because yeah. it, wow. it, it seemed like he could have lived and done something else, even though he's clearly wounded. I mean, right. you know how these movies go. You get shot. It's nothing. You know, it's just a flesh wound. But, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I forgot to bring something up about fucking Hoffman sitting in the chair being tied up in that thing and mm-hmm. Art Blank, the lawyer guy, being that. I, I believe – actually, I don't think there's any other way. I think the entire time Art Blank knows that Hoffman's running the show from where, where he's sitting. He, he would have to. I disagree. How could he not? Because, because think you, you think see, he walked in there and fucking yes. Hoffman was already sitting there? Yes, because you see the yeah. lawyer walking in. And he sets the door. How does he know what to do, though? 
Well, how does he know what to do? It's, we're led to believe, at least what I, what, what I got from it, was that we're led to believe that this is fucking this lawyer. Because he comes in and he's right away. He's looking at the videos. He's all business. He's been there before. He knows what he's doing. He's, he's not walking in there stumbling saying, oh, what the fuck? What, what kind of a situation am I in? Yeah, he walks right, right in there and he goes to work. So this has been an yeah, ongoing but, thing for him. So I day. totally think that Hoffman had, says, this is the fucking deal. Yada, yada. Make this fucking guy live. And this and that, and when that thing goes off, you know, shit's going to go down. So fucking, I'm calling the shot. I'm calling the fucking shots from right here. I, that's, I don't think it can play out any other way. When they look at each other, though, there's that moment like, oh, shit, like I know this guy. So why would they show that? You know what I mean? When when he looks directly at Hoffman and he recognizes him and vice versa. I forget whose perspective. Does? I, I don't recall that happening. Oh, they, it's like a big showdown where he's like, oh, fuck, that's the lawyer. Oh, fuck, that's Detective Hoffman. I forget what, what perspective they play it off of. But yeah, it's right. basically mm-hmm. like a shock perspective. So I think you guys are both right. I think that he knows what he's got to do as far as you know the computer screens and shit like that uh maybe he has been there before but i think it's the first time that he's seen hoffman in there yeah i don't know but and uh, hoffman i i always crack up at this part i guess maybe it's because casas mandor is like australian and he's doing an american accent uh, yeah but there's yeah, one there's yeah. one point where he's uh well, yeah. you know he's got the gag in his mouth and he's yelling at the lawyer and he's like you want to hear me <laughs> I always just crack up at that point. For some, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just funny to me. Oh, dude, maybe that's why I got that. Maybe that's why I thought that he was he was re- reaffirming himself as the boss of this guy. You know uh, what I mean? Uh-huh. By fucking speaking to him in that manner. Yeah, hmm. maybe. Yeah, I think that's the first time I probably thought of it. I'm like, you know what? I think he's fucking straight up fucking bossing this dude around because he fucking now, he's running the show and they're both aware of it. Did you guys uh, call that twist at all? Like, did you anybody think Kaufman was in on it or no? no I, I, I didn't. No, I did. The, I I knew the timeline twist because that's what motivated me to see this movie. Oh, okay. I, I I didn't even. I was done after three. I'm like, I'm done. You know. And then, and then yeah. And then somebody told me they're like, dude, check out four. It takes place at the same time as three. And me being a, a huge fan of like you know Back to the Future and shit like that, right, I'm like, right. I, I want to check this shit out. And so yeah, the twist completely took me by surprise. I, I was shocked. Sweet. You fucking love three, dude. I don't get that. I, yeah, I. Yeah, Why would you be done after three if it because, was so fucking good? Because he was dead. I was like, that is right, right. You know what I mean? It's like he's dead. Whatever they're gonna do after three. With all these main characters dead is going to be an abomination. That's right. what I thought. You know, right. so it's like I don't want to see it. It's going to be it. garbage. It's going to be a money grab. You know what that I mean? Answer? But, no, I got you. I, I can right. see that situation. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. No. No, it was great, and and uh, yeah, him say game over. You know, this time was pretty good. It, it's not as satisfying as when Jigsaw says it ever, no. but <laughs> right. Uh, that's you like know. someone else fucking saying, I shot him six times. <laughs> <laughs> we say it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's nowhere near as good as Lewis can do. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> We've been trick-or-treating to death tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so fucking Strom stumbles upon Jeff, shoots the shit out of him, and is just standing there with his thumb up his ass like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, and and Hoffman did take... you plan that too? Like this is what I don't yes, get. Yes, yes, because <laughs> you know why? Because in three, whenever um, 
whenever uh, Amanda Man. shoots yep. shoots Lynn, he says, "You just killed four right. people," and that oh, would be Amanda, uh, Lynn, Jigsaw, and Jeff. That's oh, who he was talking shit, about. Shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> See, I picked up on that, but I was too lazy to figure out who he was talking about. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. So he yeah. knew. Yeah. Which is yeah. It's it goes you know against the plausibility theory big time. But right. Right. you know, no, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so yeah, fucking you know, Hoffman shuts the door on on Strom, and Strom has no idea what the fuck's going on at this point. Right. You know? Right. And, and Hoffman walks away. Pretty badass moment. Yeah. And then and then we get the scene from the beginning, which is actually the end. Yep. Which yep. works perfectly. It works perfectly as a bookend, but yep. then it also takes on an entirely different meaning yes. once you see it at the end. And it's like, you know, this shit ain't over, motherfucker. You think you're Jigsaw? Dude, no, I'm Jigsaw. <laughs> see, you know? once again, Matt, another thing that adds to this series where it just shows you that they are adding another element in which isn't gore-related, which isn't anything but just good writing. You know what I mean? Like, they did that on Bates Motel. Remember the first scene in Bates Motel where they show fucking Norman waking up and his yes. dad's dead? Yeah. And, then, and then you go back to that scene fucking in episode 10 or whatever, and it totally completely takes on a whole different fucking whole different thing and it's like every look you look at differently everything you you look at differently and i think that's the best dude that that's the best kind i just saw another movie that just did it uh too very well and 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 shit like that to me is movie magic dude that's what it's all about and and movies that do that i i just i don't know man i'm a sucker for i can't think of too many that do that that i don't like you know Mm mm-hmm I've, I've talked about this before, and you know, I, you know, as much as I might not like some of this series, mm-hmm. I've I've bought and sold, you know, I've bought these movies multiple times because the, yeah. you can always go back to them. You know, right. it's like they're that interesting. You know, right. they're that intriguing. There's so much going on that you're going to see different stuff every time. Even now, I've watched this movie probably six times. You know, I'm still noticing stuff for the first six time. Six times! <laughs> <laughs> I saw it six times! <laughs> Goddamn Loomis. Oh, man. <laughs> No, yeah, these yeah, movies dude. are great, dude, and people don't give them enough credit, and that's the thing. If well, I guess if people are listening to it and haven't seen it, that's kind of weird. But um, if you haven't seen any of the Saw movies, please go out and look at. It. At least give them a shot, dude. I mean, there's so many slashes out there that are so mindless, dude. And these movies are the exact opposite. They make you think, you know. They make you. They they have a lot of callbacks. That it's a whole. It's a. I don't. Hey, no pun intended. It's it's like a big jigsaw puzzle. The way all these movies connect to each other you know if you were to map out a big timeline dude i could just see of a big fucking spider web of uh, of intricacies i said that word right don't worry and uh so yeah i dude these movies are great i love this fucking series dude i, I love the saw movies i use a detective if so you are probably the last man standing. Now perhaps you will succeed where the others have failed. You think you will walk away undeathed. I promise that my work will continue. You think it's over just because I'm dead. It's not over. The games have just begun. 
let's give out some fucking awards here. Uh, <laughs> Banana Split Best Kill. I to me, there's no doubt in my mind. Matthews Ice Block Head Smash. Yep. To me. Boom. Yep. I've, I've, uh, after, after the fourth time, I've changed my mind. Oh really? <laughs> It okay. lost its impact upon this. Hmm. I don't know. Just for me, I, I, I know what's coming. It's great. It's awesome. But I, I'm more into the very first trap with fucking Cecil with his face up against the fucking knives because I could almost feel that pain, that type of fucking – I could hmm. put myself yeah. in that scene, you know? Like we've talked about before with the, the slit of the throat or something like that, you know? We're on mm-hmm. knives a lot. You could see that. And not even just that. I'm, as I'm watching it, I'm saying, man, if I was that guy, I would just go right through it really fast. And he's mm-hmm. making it worse by going back and forth. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid, you know? <laughs> right. Just fucking yeah, boom, right. go through. I would if I'm in that position. I think that works out the best. But And then that's just the first half. But the second half and the fucking – when Jigsaw moves out of the way, anticipates him coming to get him, and he gets fucking like in a the bowl. barbed wire. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Olay. It's like that scene in Suspiria in the fucking barbed wire. But mm-hmm. just because that's a two-part kill, and I think that both are really cool, I mm-hmm. my banana yeah. split's going to go to that one for creativity and the impact. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. All right. How about uh, banana you'd most like to peel? Hottest chick. I, I went back and forth on this because I really there's not too many chicks in this, and I thought Perez was pretty good looking. Uh, but right. it was when Jill busted out those puppies that I got to give it to her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um. I'd. Ooh. This is tough. Um. Well, Dina Myers isn't in the equation anymore. So. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know if this counts though. Uh, I I'd, I'd hit the uh, chick from part two when she fucking oh, she said that this counts. Movie. Yeah, that's kind of cheap. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey man, she's in this movie, so yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Who, who from part the, two? The, the uh, fucking Hispanic uh, chick. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, that, they do flash back to part two. Huh? No, they don't flash back. She's well, outside it, of the it, truck. It isn't. It isn't a backflash, but oh. uh, <laughs> backflash. Back. Yeah, she she's talking to Jigsaw, and she's like hitting on him, you know, for for that's know. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah hell yeah. <sighs> Motherfucker. Yep. You know, I think I knew that upon uh, earlier viewing, but forgot about it this time around for some reason. Okay. You're a yeah. pretty girl. Go home. Yeah, yeah right. I yeah. think I did forget. And she does look nice. You're right. That That's a oh, good she's call, beautiful, man. dude. She's in a lot of bad sci-fi movies, but yeah. She's, <laughs> wow. she, she's a good actress, though. I like yeah. her. Wow. You took me by surprise, and I'm almost swayed, but not completely. I, but uh, you're right, though. There's not a lot of titties in this movie, nah. is there? There's, there's, no, there yeah. isn't in the whole series, really. There isn't a whole lot to choose from each movie. I'd so take Dina Myers in the first, second, and <sighs> Buddy, I've been going off about her for three oh, years. You guys are nuts with that. High five. Oh, dude, she's a dirty birdie every oh, fucking Just because she I can't get that out of my head. And Starship Troopers. God not just that. Her role in 90210 <laughs> when I first saw her when I was young. I have yet um, to do a podcast in the, in the years so far yet without a fucking kind of two on a reference. Don't get me started, my God. Uh, um, so, yeah. She's a corpse, so she's not going to count. You know, I, I would like to count her, but you know, I can't. She's got her praise in the other ones for me, so whatever. So, so who do you pick? No, I, I got to go with fucking with Jill Tuck. I, I, I do think she's hot. Oh, oh, Jill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Despite what Matt said, I, maybe now he pointed some things out um, that I might pick up on now. You know, 
That happens she's, sometimes. Yeah, right well, now. She's, she's better looking. I, I, I looked her up, and she's like a brunette. I don't know if she dyed her hair. She's really? much, much better looking. Uh, as a brunette, yeah. Wow, I think I think she gets sexier as the series goes on, and she gets more evil. Is that? I mean, I don't know <laughs> what has to do with the other, but well, because I mean, there is more of a character in those two. There is a lot in this one, but damn, but she ain't pregnant in those. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now she gets more cunning in the future ones, and yeah. she starts seeing a different side to her, and she's basically. Going with Jigsaw now and that mentality. Right. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, she is more bad, more of a bad girl as it goes on. But right now, we're not right. so sure about her. She's, you right. know, she's right. the chick we don't really know about. But yep. she still yep. looks from where I sit. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're splitting that fucking. And I, hey, we all kept it classy. Back. None of none of us picked the prostitute. That was good. Oh, <laughs> the uh, the Joe Dirt chick. <laughs> God. <laughs> Trying to stab Riggs in the face with a fucking sorry guy. My God, Um, (laughs) yeah. So let's let's rate this motherfucker. I, you know, I just I just don't even know yet. Dan Chase, you're the guest of honor, sir. Why don't you go ahead? Uh, We rating it one to five, one to ten. Yeah, yeah, one to five. Oh, okay. Um, oh man. Now there is somewhat nostalgic going in with this, but I'd say for the most part, like I just saw this uh, today, dude. This is a fucking solid watch, man. I'd give this a four out of five. Like I, I, I definitely, I, I really love this movie, and um, and the rewatchability is up there. And and, and I think uh, you know any any solid flick, um, uh, you know for for you to for you to put a movie up there with with your favorite in the series and shit like that, the rewatchability has to be there. And for this one, it's totally there. And I could we could go over this movie. We could watch it 10 more times and probably still find fucking 50 more little little things that we we missed. So, yeah, man. Uh 4 out of 5. I love this one. Beautiful. All right, uh, <laughs> all right, Dave, you're up, dude. Well, I'll tell you, here's here's the best part. The good news is, if you would have asked me this a week ago, I would have given it a fucking two. Ooh, you know, I would have a week ago, absolutely. But after watching it again and things finally coming together, yeah, I seen uh, it, it, it did make sense to me. Something, not not the entire thing. I still had my beast with the the guys in the beginning. You know, a couple other things and, and the plausibility of some of it. Right. This has been a very interesting fucking talk because I've opened my eyes have been open to some things and I've opened your guys' eyes up to some things I think and it's been a lot of, you know, thinking about the series as a whole. But uh it's a good movie. Uh I was wavering between four, three and a half, and uh I think after today's discussion, um uh, I'll say three and a half. All right. Three and a half. Hmm. That's solid. Okay. I uh yeah, I really enjoy this movie. Like you said, the rewatchability is there. The, what they do with uh, the characters to expand on the whole mythology is pretty intelligent. Yeah, I, I gave I gave part one a three. I liked it, uh, but I wasn't like you know completely overwhelmed with it. The twist and the idea behind it is what sells it. Right. Uh, I gave two a fucking two because I don't like it. Uh, the characters are terrible, and right. I still haven't really figured out what Jigsaw is. Now, right. three, I gave a fucking five, because I think that's the perfect... No, what I give it? I gave it a yes. 4.5. Yes. That's, that's what almost the perfect Saw movie. They really Three's got, great. Yeah, they really got sure Jigsaw is. perfect. And this one is, is I think, the best follow-up that they could have done, given that their their lead villain, quote-unquote villain slash hero, is yep. dead. 
And, and so for them to do what they did is extremely intelligent. Yes. So I'll give this a four. I'm going four. Nice, dude. Yeah, hey, I, re- that- I really like this flick. Not bad. I almost mm-hmm. gave it a four. I, yeah. I, was, I was close. You know, so... There's no really? shame in that three and a half, Dave. No, no, no right all. on. Right, yeah, especially Very since, close. like I said, I would have given it a fucking two a week ago. So, well, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. We, we could have went either way with these movies because there's certain aspects where you could focus in on and say, I don't like this, this, and that. But it's the overall of, of, first of all, all the movies, but especially this movie. It's just the specific things going on, which I, I don't know if, if, if this had to do with your ratings either, but a lot has to do with the future installments in mind, too. Like where it leads to or going back in time, you know, the origin stories. I, I, I kind of feel like all the movies movies intertwine or interweave with each other but this is a solid fucking point in the series and it ties up a lot of loose ends it goes back it goes back to a lot of origin stories uh the 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 best origin story the story of jigsaw so i think overall this is this is one of the best saw saw flicks um of the series and you're right three is up there too three is one of my favorites oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's a great series, man. It's a great series, and um, you know, I give it a three and a half because I think it goes up uh, the next two. But we'll see. I give it a ten, a fucking ten, <laughs> ten. Wait, Dave, you say you think it goes up? Yes, on yes, the next I do. Entry? Oh man, oh, interesting. Jesus. Yes. Well, I, I mean, I believe from now. I'm not. I won't spoil it, but I from uh, yeah, we'll see. But that's what I think. I think five and six, I might rate higher. Yeah. So, Dan, now that we've reviewed Saw 4, join Dave and I in the sweet dance routine from earlier. Maybe, maybe just move move that dead body on the floor to clear some room. Kind of tough since we're chained up. All right, Dave, hit it. Whoa. 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 Um, yeah, I would, guys, but I think I left a pot pie in the oven. Besides, I'm more of an NSYNC fan. Baby, bye, bye, bye. Uh, really? You're lost, fucker. Listen up, everybody, if you want to take a chance. Just get on the floor and do the B-Boys dance. Don't worry about nothing, because it won't take long. We're going to put you in a trance with a laser gun. Because you got to be hanging tough. Detective Matthews, hanging tough. You're fucking hanging tough, bro. Hanging tough. Are you tough enough? Are 